As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, listeners. Jess here. Have you heard our newest show, Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches? Winnie Taylor is just a teenager when her mother dies, sending her to Cleveland to reunite with her dad, a former football player. It's an inspirational story about sports, family, and learning to overcome the barriers that hold us back. Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches has something for everyone. Action-packed football games, a story about friendship, and a father-daughter story that will warm everyone's heart. I know you're going to love it. Follow Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free with a GZM family subscription. Head to gzmshows.com for more. Three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both detectives and raccoons. I'm sure to have a Nobel Prize by this afternoon! So I'll prepare my acceptance speech and begin the investigation. Cause this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the proof. Cause this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Ah, ah, now that's a theme song. Unifier, this chamber is disturbingly empty, so let's fill it with two more test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. Taylor, uh, translator, please. Oh, how did I uh, get in here? Well, uh, you're aboard my laboratory slash space station, the Unifier. I've teleported you here for the purposes of uh, having you uh, as part of the greatest scientific experiment in human history. Wow, this is a really cool uh, lab that you got going on here. A lot of fancy stuff. Thank you, I appreciate that. I see you have a, a, a good trash can over there. I wonder what's inside. You know, I don't know. I have trash, I suppose. <laughs> Not just trash, my friend. Uh, you know what? For the time, I'm going to seal you behind these suspension fields here. And then uh, now I'm going to seal you into the unification chamber. All right. Can you see me up in the observation booth? I can, yes. Uh, yes, I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. This is the unifier. And uh, our goal today is to bring the two of you into a greater state of harmony, uh, a process we call unification. Fancy stuff. Well, uh, why don't we uh, get to know each other? You, sir, you, you've been very quiet. Yes, I have. 
I'm trying to solve a case here. Oh, okay. Does it have to do with, with me, or...? That's for me to know and for you to find out. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, just to be perfectly clear, this space station and the materials used to construct it are now all outside police jurisdiction, and you know what? I'm gonna just shut my mouth here. Uh, let's start with you on the left. Uh, tell us who you are and where you're from. Animal. Introduction. Hi, uh, my name is uh, Rocky Raccoon. I'm a raccoon, so I, you know, I, I kind of just make my home wherever the neighborhood has the most trash. You know, I met a, a possum who was similarly focused on garbage. How dare you bring up a possum? Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, a lot of people think that possums are so cute. Ooh, I love possums. I not get it. People are scared of us. But honestly, like, it's trash. Why do you care? Oh, all right. Uh, well, you, sir, on the right, uh, if, if you don't mind me asking. Human introduction. Are you asking to see my badge? Monahan. So you're a police detective, is that correct? That's exactly right. And I will cooperate in this only because I have the sneaking suspicion this is going to help me solve that case. Well, uh, listen, Detective Monahan, I'd like to say right off the bat, I, I promise this is a, a lab, a, a place of scientific discovery. I'm sure it is. Could you tell us about what a regular day is like for a detective like yourself? Carnage. People showing the worst of their characters, treating each other like pieces of trash. Humans are the real animals. Good lord. Oh, uh, you, you know what? We're, we're just going to pivot real quick. Uh, Rocky, raccoon, uh, perhaps you could tell us what a regular day is like for a raccoon. First of all, it's not just a day we come out mainly at night. That's where my energy comes from. I like the nighttime. Yes, obviously you're a nocturnal animal. I often get woken up by phone calls at 2 a.m. Somebody telling me there's another dead body floating down the Chicago River. Uh, listen, Detective Monahan, there can't be that many bodies floating down the river. Surely that's a rare occurrence. Clearly you've never been to Chicago, sweetie. I don't appreciate you calling me toots, but no, I have never been to Chicago. Well, I've seen a lot of stuff in the sewers, so not pretty down there. For me, I am a curious raccoon. I get to know people through their trash, okay? Like, I know Miss Johnson has been lying about her diet because I've been finding a lot of Popeyes in there. Mm, fried chicken. The trash tells the truth, it might seem. You know, all this through trash. You can find out a lot through trash. That's right. Why respect people's personal property, huh? I I'm just going through the trash. I'm not doing anything that wrong. They're already asleep. Uh, Detective Monahan, if I may ask, what exactly is the legality of stealing trash? I mean, trash is something people don't want. As soon as you use physical violence to enter somebody else's property, you're committing robbery. Oh, Don, first of all, you said it has to be violent. I am not a violent raccoon, and I know these claws could really do some damage. Are you threatening me right now as part of this investigation? Look, I would never do that, ever. You are twisting my words, okay? That's not me. I twist your words until I get to twist your arm and put you away for good. Detective Monahan, I would like to remind you that we are aboard a space station, right? We are well out of the jurisdiction of the Chicago police, okay? And, and look, sometimes, you know, I get caught up in, 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 in people's secrets, and I'm not proud of that, but I do have a lot of information. Are you, uh, trying to blackmail me? 
Are you saying I'm a dirty cop? Again, you're twisting my word. I'm not trying to, to, to do any of that. Yeah, I, I feel like this is perhaps getting a little out of hand here. Uh, what I'd like to do, uh, in the interest of perhaps cooling things down just a little bit, is I would like to deactivate the suspension fields separating the two of you from each other. I would love to see the two of you just shake each other's hand in an act of goodwill. Okay, I could be friendly. Very good. And Detective Monaghan? Don't make any sudden moves. Oh boy, okay. See, he's threatening me. To take him out of hand, please, this is a scientific experiment here. There's no need for this aggression. Meet this raccoon on their level and shake their hand. Fine, I will give you the benefit of a doubt. Good, good. Deactivating force field. Uh, here's my paw. On the ground! No, 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 no. Get on the ground! Hold on, hold on! You filthy garbage rat! Filthy garbage rat? Hey, come on! Let's not play into the stereotypes. That's really rude to say. Look, you guys, I, I know I'm rough around the edges, but I have a heart of gold that beats for justice. I'm sorry. You seem like something's bothering you. Something major has been bothering me for many years. There's a case I just can't solve. Detective Monaghan, perhaps we could talk it out and, and work out the case together. You think there's a chance for us to solve this cold, cold case? I'm no expert, but you've got a scientist. And not just that, I'm really good at knowing people. You know, I do have some skills. An expert on human behavior. It was 1972. Oh, okay. And I was on a vice mission together with my partner, Flambo. All of a sudden, we got an emergency call. Jimmy Miller has gone missing. We're driving around town trying to find Jimmy Miller, trying to look for clues. There's nothing. She's gone. Did you look in her trash? We never looked in her trash. I carry around the sealed container of her trash with me. Wait, wait, wait. Detective Monahan, you're telling me in your trench coat right now you have a sealed bag of trash from a cold case? I carry around everything relevant to the disappearance of Jeannie Miller at all times. I see. You've got the case file there. You've got all kinds of it. You're just throwing it on the floor now. Okay, yes. We gotta open that up. Okay, we got the a, a, a tissue here. Used tissue. Gross. Mm. Uh, we got a gum wrapper. Okay, nothing that I'm really seeing that could help with this uh, case. I knew it. Jeannie's lost forever. No, wait, there's still some hope. Let's keep digging. Jeannie, how I failed you. Rocky, maybe we should give the detective a moment to just sort of pace a little bit. Let's just move to the next phase of the experiment, right? Uh, let's do the introduction of a random object, uh, the IRO. Uh, Taylor, do you want to drop in the object, please? Introduction of random object. Oh. Oh, it's uh, pretty shiny. Uh, yes, those are, those are very shiny, actually, yes. This reminds me of my 1972 Buick, sitting right outside Jeannie Miller's apartment complex, looking up through the windows, trying to see who abducted her. That object reminds you of all of that? Yes. See? Look through it. Everything is drastically enlarged. Well, you know, sort of the goal with binoculars. Whoa, I've never really seen this good before. You know, Rocky, it's surprising to hear you have poor distance vision because I think most people imagine raccoons have great eyesight, you know, due to the night vision. Yeah, we, we, we do see really well at night, but surprisingly, we use a lot of our hands. We're really good with my paws. I can, like, take things apart. You're sort of adjusting the focus there. Yeah, you know, I could solve a Rubik's Cube. That's how good my hands are. Wow, considerable talent there. 
they make so many of them, and they're all in the trash, because I guess no one knows how to do it. Have you ever thought of changing sides? I can cut you a deal. You serve two to five years in federal prison. Wait, first of all, you want to give me a job, but then you want me to go to prison first. Detective Monaghan, that prison sentence would be the entire lifespan of almost all raccoons. I'm happy to divide your sentence by whatever the raccoon multiplier is, and you'll be out after 10% of that on good behavior, and then you can start working for us and help solve crimes. That's a horrible deal. No one has ever sued me before for taking their trash. Usually when they see me, they just kind of let me do my thing or they scream, but I've never got any lawsuits. So I feel like that counts for something. Yeah, you know, Detective Monaghan and Raggy Raccoon, I feel like the two of you might never see eye to eye when it comes to interpretations of the law, and well, perhaps that's all right. But Rocky, putting aside the legality of trash theft for the moment, what's your favorite sort of trash to find outside of food, I assume? I find a lot of uh, rings that are being thrown out. You know, usually uh, there's a market for that. Wait a second. Are you saying you have a collection of jewelry? Yeah, I do. You got a whole uh, string of rings in your fur. Yeah, you want to take a look? Oh, and these look like uh, wedding bands. Janie Miller, 1972. Oh, Janie Miller's wedding ring. But why would she have thrown it in the trash? Wait a second. That explains her disappearance. She eloped. Oh, wow. Uh Uh-huh, you were right, Rocky. The trash tells the truth once again. Bless you, you filthy... Let's remember to be respectful, Detective Monahan, or Rocky just helped you solve your cold case. I really have to hand it to you. You've uh, thoroughly impressed me with your police work, and I'm proud to call you Raccoon. Unification complete. And with that, we have reached 100% unification. Congratulations to you both. Oh. Wow. I feel like there's a way to uphold the law and still be respectful and kind to other people. Yeah. Hey, now that's a great idea. I'll take that with me and I'll convince everybody at Chicago PD to follow that standard. You know, Detective Monahan, I think that's the right idea. And also maybe don't judge someone because they like trash. Also, if you could do me a salad and just never mention you were in outer space and you do not know about any sort of experiment happening miles above the Earth, that would be great for me. I'll uh, make an exception for you because you've changed my heart and mind. That is honestly a real boon to me. Well, congratulations to you both, but upon achieving unification, you will be returned to Earth in about 20 seconds, so if you have anything to say to each other, I would do it now. Unifier you know, thank you down. for calling Safety me around. glasses required. And, uh, here, I want to give you my best trash. It's a half an apple. Unifier powering down. Thank you, and uh, you're not just required. a raccoon. You're my good friend. It was my pleasure. Unifier and maybe, hey, down. maybe I will Safety see you, glasses uh, required. you know, somewhere around town. Maybe I'll get my certificate. Maybe I will be a cop. Well, Well, I'm afraid the both of you must depart. Farewell. Taylor, they solved the case right here in the Unifier. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. be a great 
movie. Like, imagine, you know, he's working on the case, and then, you know, he meets this raccoon, and the raccoon's got the clue he needs. It's uh, it's very compelling, Taylor. What do you mean it sounds far-fetched to you? Oh, Taylor, you don't know anything about Hollywood. Hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy. I'm Autumn. And I'm Jasper. And, and we're, we're a GZM family. family. <laughs> and we want you to listen to our favorite show, Becoming Mother Nature. I love the one with the Green Reaper and the zombies. Yeah! Brinley Pasternak helped the Anders family uncover the truth about Holiday's past. Now, she'll need them to help her find the truth about hers. Six Minutes Out of Time is the long-awaited sequel to the most downloaded family audio adventure in history. When Cyrus is found unconscious near the mysterious Elixir Academy in Florida, Brinley learns the school may have a shocking connection to her missing mother. All new episodes are available one week early and ad-free for GZM subscribers. Visit gzmshows.com to learn more.